Hey everybody, this is Sophie. This is Big Mama. Hey, it's Melanie. It's Big Mama. Hey, if I talk a little more loudly, you know, I, I think I told you I went and got me some like can headphones. Did I tell you this? You did. You did tell me that because I said between that and your microphone, you're you've kind of outpaced me in I, professionalism. <laughs> well, I had to because like being back in you know trying to be in Panera or Starbucks or wherever and, and writing a lot the last little bit, mm-hmm. um, my, my ears were getting very sore from the earbuds. And so yeah, I had to go get something that was a little bit cushier and, um, and I am just as carried away with them, but I can't hear myself really at all right now as I'm talking. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm going to try to move one back off my ear a little bit. So, so I don't just scream, but they, okay. they, you're, they cancel out noise, you know, in the, oh. I mean, they're not fancy. They were, they were $20. Yes. It's not like I went yes. and got me a pair of beats, but I just, yeah. Well, I, um, but anyway, I enjoy them. Okay. Well, I've, and you kind of inspired me. I feel like maybe that's what I need to do because I've never really been a fit, fan of earbuds. I've just always thought it's maybe because my ears are shaped wrong and everybody <laughs> else likes them and I'm the only one that doesn't, you yeah. know, they just hurt after know. a while to me. They just, yeah, they, I don't know. You get sore. So, um, I know. Well, I noticed Apple has changed when I got my new uh, iPhone. You know, they've yes. changed the, the earbuds. And now, they're terrible. You know, like they, yeah, I can't. Those don't even. But see, Caroline seems to like those better. I can't even get them in my ears. Well, no, they're, I think they're really large. But I have a pair of like Sony ones that I bought one time in an airport, like in a desperate thing because I just had forgotten them at home. And I actually like these Sony ones, like the Sony earbuds, better than any of my Apple earbuds. Oh, yeah, me too. I have I have a, a couple of pair of Sony ones that I like. Um, hey, she's about mm-hmm. to park. See, I told you she was going to oh. do it. Okay, well, so she's that, ferocious. So she is. Okay, so I was telling, stop, sister. I was telling Melanie before we started recording that. Um, Hazel to just be a puppy has turned into quite the little guard dog. And it's not that she's mm-hmm. mean. She's not mean, but she's very alert and she's very protective. Yes. And so right now it's storming here. And so like any leaf that bristles against the side of the house, she is like, she is, she is Barney Fife on patrol. She's on it. She's on it. Yeah. She's, she's running. She's going to see what it mm-hmm. is. She's investigating. I mean, she just, it's a little hard for her to, to simmer down when there's there's something like this going on outside. She's not anxious, but she's alert. Yeah. When, see, what I was saying is our puppies are that same way. Like, they hear any sound that goes on. Like, they're on it. Like, they can be sound asleep on the couch, but if, like, somebody walks in, they, like, perk up and the whole thing. And I think that yesterday, your picture... I think Hazel kind of resembles my puppies. What what if they were related? I mean, really, like they what? Might, well, what if in the grand lineage of of, of dog, I don't know what mm-hmm. you call it, genealogy, <laughs> somehow, yes, they share a piece of the same little family tree. Well, I'm going to tell you something that I researched is this is going to hold give some credence to that theory okay. or that hope, whichever it may be. But this is the, about the nerdiest thing I've ever presented on a podcast. <laughs> no, I bet which it's is not. saying a lot. I bet it's not. <laughs> I bet, Probably I bet, not. I bet we've done better. I bet we have. Uh-huh. I, I bet we have. But so blue laces used to be really they were they were originally bred by the Lacey family in West Texas. That's where they became. This was in the late 1800s. Well, they almost had died out in Texas because people had quit breeding them. But where their resurgence happened was in Mississippi in the mid-1970s. Really? Yes. And so now, like, when we sent off, like, our Blue Lacey registration papers, we sent them to, like, the Head Breeders Association is in Mississippi. Oh, and Hazel's from Mississippi. Oh, see? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm just saying, somewhere down the line, I think they're probably cousins. Well, Hazel's face is the funniest thing because she had, like, her little face has not changed much at all since she was, was a, like, a wee little puppy. But she has the longest dog. And I told David the other night, I said, is she some kind of, like, walking hound dog? Like, she's just got the longest <laughs> legs and she's, like, she's long and she is skinny mm-hmm. and, like, but her little face is the same. And, <laughs> And he is dying to, to do like that that DNA test where they tell you everything that's in there. You know, yes. like, it's like seventy dollars. Yes. They'll tell you everything that's your like every little. Mm-hmm. But I was like, I don't know that there's a list long enough for everything in this dog. Like she she but there's, you never a, there's know. a lot in her. But here's my thing: is blue laces 
are, because that's how they are. They have these long, skinny legs, and they have skinny bodies. I, I say they look like really skinny labs. They look like an underfed lab is what they look like, kind of full-grown, because they're super skinny and not as big as a lab. But they're kind of mutts, and they come in tricolor, which is kind of what really? hazel is. Yes, and they come in red. So, see, I wonder if she just doesn't have a little bit of lacy in her. Maybe she does. She might. Well, and Lacey's ultimately are kind of mutts. And, you know, they're just a breed of a bunch of different dogs. Well, she's a sweet little thing, but she is, she is, bless her heart. I mean, like, she's not going to win any pageants. I'm just going to say that. Like, she's, (laughs) she's, 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 um, or maybe she's just in her awkward stage, but, but her face is sweet. But, oh, have mercy. She's, she's got a lot going on with the whole, like, she's, I don't know. She's funny. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm well, feeding her ice right are, now to keep her quiet. I th- well, I took ours to the vet. Now this has become a dog podcast. Mm-hmm. That's what this is. It's yeah. all about dogs. <laughs> yeah, that's um, right. Next week we're going to have Caesar Milan on. Um, <laughs> I, we could only hope. Uh-huh, yeah. um, that'd be, that'd be the I biggest thing that ever the- happened to us. I'll tell you that. It would. It would. <laughs> it would. It would. Um, so when I took ours to the vet for their second round of shots... Um, you know, their sisters, well, Piper weighs, already weighs 20 pounds, which a full-grown Lacey is only supposed to weigh about 40 pounds, female. But Mabel only weighs 13 pounds. Oh. So Piper is apparently, she's our big bone girl. I yeah. told Perry, I said, mm-hmm. some some girls are just bigger bones. That's right. Because, I mean, she, she is. is she's the sturdiest dog. I mean, like, and Mabel's just like a little baby. You can just pick her up. But Piper hadn't met a meal she doesn't like. I, I love her. The, um, mm-hmm. Hazel mm-hmm. is, she, Hazel's about 20 pounds right now too. She's, um, the vet said she'll probably get up to maybe 30 or 35, something like that. We're not okay. quite sure. Cause mm-hmm. we don't really know what she, entirely sure what she no. is. No, it depends on if she's got some great Dane in her that you didn't know about. <laughs> oh, oh, I hope not. <laughs> hey, wait, I just thought of something a second ago when you said, oh, oh Hazel's getting spayed tomorrow. What she doesn't know, uh, <laughs> what she doesn't know right now is that. Is that she's getting spayed tomorrow? So, well, it's probably for the best. She doesn't know. Um, yeah, I think it, we're just gonna let that be just surprise. Um, yeah, guess what? Guess what? Um, uh, oh, yeah, but oh. she is. Now, when does she have to stay overnight? How does that? They said she, I'm taking her in real early in the morning, and they said she'll probably be ready to come home like tomorrow afternoon. We'll just have okay. to, just she's just gonna have to rest, you know, for a few days and. And see um, how it goes. And see how it goes. So, bless her. Okay. Okay. Poor thing. I got tickled because Caroline and I went to the pet store. This was one of those biology lessons I wasn't ready to give, but we were at the pet store. And she goes, Mom, they have these diapers for dogs. She said, mm-hmm. why would anybody put a diaper on their dog? And I was like, well, that's a whole lesson I don't really want to get into <laughs> on June old. day. Yeah, they're all <laughs> They're adult diapers. Yeah. Oh, or or, so. or they're in their equivalent of their 40s. That'd be another reason why. Um, oh, that's it, and they might want to jump on a trampoline. That's, ex- <laughs> that's exactly right. That's exactly right. <laughs> um, okay, what else? There's so, okay, so so we were talking about how Heather told us on Twitter, which Heather yes. has her own podcast, God Centered Mom uh-huh. podcast, that she listened yeah. to our very first podcast recently. Back from 2007. Which I don't even know how we knew there was a thing called podcast in 2007. I really, I think we wouldn't have known if David hadn't told us. Well, it was David. David Mm -hmm. was the one that said we needed to do it. But I, honestly, I'm going to tell you something. I have a moment of pride for us because I feel like we were pioneers. (laughs) I mean, I know that there were other cooler people doing it long before us. Pioneers (laughs) in the area of talking about nothing on a podcast. Or just, yeah. or just, yes. or buying a microphone. We, we were pioneers in the area of buying microphones. That's what we were. We forged a trail. Yeah. I just, I'm mm-hmm. so impressed with us because that just seems to be ah. a level of industriousness. You're right. Um, That's true. And yeah. forethought that we don't normally have. Yeah, we're not normally ones to jump out and try something new. It was all no. pure stupidity on our parts. I mean, it really was. <laughs> it was. It was more like, well. We're going to talk anyway, so we might as well record it and get a post mm-hmm. out of it. It was really, that was more, yeah. I think, our, mm-hmm. I, don't, I can't believe, I seven years, I can't believe that. I know. Well, and what I couldn't believe, well, too, is that there were two years. you listened to that first one. 
Well, uh, yeah, two years we didn't do Two it. years we didn't really do anything because we couldn't get your computer to hold a connection. But five well, years, over seven years, I mean, come on. Yes. Um, I mean, that's that's commitment. I don't remember. I haven't, I've, you know, I've never listened to one. I mean, I edit them, but I've never gone back and listened to one later. I've never, I can't imagine why. Uh, and, um, no. I'm going to have to, give me one second. I have to do something with Hazel. Hold on one sec, okay? Okay, okay. Okay, Hazel doesn't really understand why I have the things on my head, and I'm talking into the big silver thing. Well, it's, and it's there's a, a storm outside. It's yeah, all, it's all very disconcerting yeah. for a watchdog. Okay, so you um, were saying. And, well, what I was amazed at too when Heather tweeted that, I thought not only that it was 2007 because I can't believe that we started it that long ago, but the other thing was is that she said at the end I had to go get Caroline up from a nap, and I don't recall that Caroline ever used to take a nap, <laughs> so I'd almost like to listen to it. From the standpoint of that must have been a momentous day right. with Caroline decided right. to take a nap. I think you put so, them down she, for a nap. Like I think we would try to put them down for naps and then we would talk uh-huh. while they were while they were quote unquote taking a nap. <laughs> taking a nap. <laughs> but if memory yeah. serves, both of them would interrupt us a good bit with various requests and whatnot. Yes. Yes, I think so. But I don't know that I could go back and listen to one of the first ones. Although I do feel like we used to be if possible, more organized, because I remember we used to kind of make a list of topics before. Yes, yeah, I remember the first one, we had a we had an in-style magazine that we looked through. <laughs> you know what, you know what makes for a good podcast is to read silently. <laughs> makes for, that's my first tip. That's my first tip. If you want to, if you want to have a podcast, you should read silently with somebody on the other end, and then, and then at a certain like point, we were talk two about it. Year old girls. <laughs> I know. In it was like we were trying to set our just... our personal record for how long we could stay on the phone. <laughs> oh, on our pink princess phone. Uh huh. That's exactly right. Oh, I, um, God. So I remember, I do remember that. I remember, but besides that, I really, I'm just astounded that, that that was that long ago, more than anything. I do remember that. I think we were both potty training somewhere in there. Yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. You think that would have been the time? I just cannot believe that we started. That just blows my mind. I just like, I don't know. I may have to go back and listen just to hear what was going on. I mean, I was in my thirties then. I know. We were babies. We were babies. We were. We were just young. We were just young. So, anyway. Okay. So, seven seven years of this. I mean, woo. Here's hoping there's seven more. I can't even imagine. But you know what? When I I see other people, like, mention their podcast, like, on Twitter or something, and they say, like, this Mm -hmm. week I'm talking to such and such. And I think, I'm just just as impressed by that. Like, you have lined, you have lined up a guest and scheduled it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's. I know. Well, you think, we used to have Travis used to do our podcast. Yeah, but that was more like we'd send, you know, like, we'd call or text five minutes before and say, hey, we're about to do a podcast. You want to get on there? Which, you know, he might right now for all we know, but. Anyway, he's not, but he's very busy. He's very busy now. He's, do you, do you, that was the big, that's the big bark coming out. Now she's, okay. she's yeah, that out. was a little. Well, this is, this is just going really well today. This is, well, whew. just, this um, is going great. Now, well, yeah, I mean, I feel good that we're getting it done. I went, Caroline ended up going to, we ended up signing her up for a soccer camp this week. Okay. Um, which was unexpected. We weren't going to, but um, we found out at the last minute and a friend of hers was doing it and it kind of worked out. So I dropped her off at nine this morning. It's just nine to noon. And then I went to Starbucks and I sat outside. It was so pleasant. I can't even tell you, which really? is just in June. That doesn't happen. Yeah. Cause we had all the rain yesterday and it kind of pushed like a dry line or something through. Now it'll be 105 tomorrow, but today was really nice. Um, well, I was going to go to Panera. Alex is doing science camp this week, and as I often did when I was his age, and um, yes, but but they make it real fun. Like it's a you know a ton of kids go. Anyway, can you hear my dishwasher right now? By the way, yeah, is that what that is? Yeah, it's it's running back. I'm so sorry. I mean, well, this is this nice. is the kind of professionalism people should have come to. Yeah, it was that, doing that thing where it was draining, and so it was coming back up like you could, okay. in the sink. Not in the sink, but, mm-hmm. you know, it was, yeah. I could hear it through the sink. Gargling up. I have now mm-hmm. over-explained. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, <laughs> I was going to go to Panera, but it was 
super cloudy and I am a little tired. And as you know, I did not have my favorite Monday yesterday. And I just thought, I just want to go home and be in my pajamas and be quiet. So Mm, that is what I have done. And I tried to write for about an hour and I was Mm -hmm. just kind of over it. And so I Mm -hmm. um, made me a sandwich for lunch. And then I watched Ladies of London on Bravo. And what is that? Okay, have you not watched that? I just no. I, okay, I think it must have but been it's London and it's ladies, which <laughs> are two of my favorite, favorite things. things. Okay, so I think it must have been maybe their version of a Real Housewives, but so mm-hmm. far it has not gotten like super trashy or anything like that. I'm not saying anything negative well, about the Real Housewives because we all have our mm-hmm. guilty pleasures, and you know I I, I enjoy some par- parts of the Real Housewives franchise. But this so far has just been, so it's three British women and then Mm -hmm. three American women who now have lived, either lived in London for a while or moved there recently. So you've got three and three. And so it's really just about, and most, I think all the women have some, they're all career women. And so it's interesting. I don't know. And, 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 you know, I love the British, the whole sense of humor. So yes, there's one in particular who I think is just really funny and dry and I don't know. So there's only, there's only okay. been two episodes so far. Huh? Well, I need to check that out. Cause I was just telling Caroline yesterday, we had this whole interesting, I said, everything sounds better in a British accent. Like you yes. can say whatever. And it all sounds more sophisticated when it's British. Because what I have done is I have changed my Siri to a British accent Are because I like Yes, it feels very sophisticated to me. I like for her to tell me because she tells me things like today there's a road here called Jones Maltzberger, but she's like, turn left on Jones Maltzberger Road. <laughs> she just says it totally wrong, but it makes me, she's like, then you will go left on Highway 281. She, well, just 281. Uh-huh, 281. I, I just, 281. And it just, I don't know, it, may, it adds some sophistication to my day. And so we got on this whole thing, which maybe is an English teacher an English major, you can shed some light on this for me. But Caroline asked me, she said, when did we, or she said, how come we don't still have British accents if it was the British people that settled here in America? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so I said, well, because once everybody came over here, I said, they all began to lose their accent. And I said, because they weren't in, you know, the UK anymore. And then she said, but if they were all from there, why didn't they keep speaking that way? Because everybody around them did. And I said, well, I think it was because of the Indians. That was... It could have been. It could have been. But I was trying, and I said, and there were some Spaniards, and there were some different people, and it all just. I do think part of it, though, I think you're, like, when I was in, I can't remember if I was in college or in grad school. I think I was in grad school, but I took this class called Sociolinguistics. Like, it was actually really interesting, and it was was Uh all about how speech patterns and, 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 and words and all those things, how they change in different areas of the country and why that's happening yes. the way it's happening, all that kind of stuff. I don't remember the answer to your question, but I do okay. know that when you don't hear something, like if you're not hearing it consistently, even if everybody had a British accent, I mean, you see a lot, you see on TV and things where yes. it's like in Yeldon days <laughs> that they did sound more yes. British. You know, they sounded, That's true. if you watch something like about the founding fathers or whatever, they all sound sort of formal and clipped and British. But I do think as you got more people in the mix and just it got watered down over time because you, you didn't have yes. a whole, you weren't immersed in a culture that spoke like that. That's true. Okay. Well, that makes me feel a little bit better. I mean, I'm not, I'm not certainly not blaming the Indians. I just was kind of like, well, cause I was like, was native people, but then she was like, but then they didn't speak that language. And it was just one of those things. It was like nine o'clock in the morning and it just felt like a lot for me to try to process. But, um, Anyway, but I thought, but, and I told her, because don't you remember when Madonna was married to Guy Ritchie and she moved to London and got got a British accent, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, but I do think you take on, because I've always had a stronger accent, but I think that like living with Gully in college and like my roommates, we all, when we get together, we all sound alike because I think we all took on each other's accents. Well, and when, like, and if you get around me for about two days, you start to sound more like me. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. like it's true. Mm-hmm. And, and so I think that, I think that's totally, I mean, I think that is kind of how it goes. It's yeah. like when, 
you know, when we lived in Louisiana, after a while, my, a little bit of my Mississippi started to go away. Not, I mean, not completely. Mm -hmm. I'm not ever going to lose it, but, but, but these girls, these American girls in London on the show, like I noticed one of them today was on the phone with another American, but when she got off, she said like, speak soon. And I thought, oh, Oh. mm -hmm, that's very fancy. Speak soon. That's that's so much better than, all right, talk to you later. Talk to you later. Or if you're me, talk to you, which is what I always uh, say. Well, talk to well, you. You don't want to waste those extra two syllables. <laughs> so, so. She said, speak soon. Speak soon. Uh-huh. That's very, I wonder if Siri would say that when I ask her a question now that she's British. Uh, you know, I just don't interact with Siri at all. I'm sitting here, I'm looking at my phone, but I just don't, mm-hmm. because she does not understand me, I I don't even know where to go to change her to British, but I don't, I don't know that I've ever really used Siri. Well, I don't really use her to ask questions. I use her for directions. So I like it when she gives me directions. Okay. It's really, that's about it. I don't ask her questions because same thing. She doesn't understand me and it's frustrating. We don't have a good relationship, but Caroline changed her Siri to an Australian accent. Oh, I know. So, because what got it in our head is one day we were driving Somewhere I was, oh, I was taking Caroline to soccer tryouts and we were driving and all of a sudden, for whatever reason, Siri switched to British on her own, which Mm -hmm. then I made a joke to Caroline that I said it's because she knew we were going to play football, which is a very British sport. Caroline rolled her eyes at me and thought that was dumb, Mm -hmm. but it was, but then it got it in my head that I really enjoyed her having a British accent. Oh, I so I don't remember how we changed it. Caroline helped me. Uh, I, I'm, I'm here. Like language. Oh, English. Uh, you can have a Canadian? Yeah, you can have anything you want. She can tell you it's a boat time. She can tell me it's a boat time. Will she say <laughs> A? She, a? She might. I don't know. Or she'll say like Candace Olsen? From... Yeah. At least we aren't perpetuating any English or, you know, stereotypes at all. No, I'm, I'm our... totally switching her to United Kingdom. I need her to have a British mm-hmm. accent. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah. I think it's it's lovely. It's lovely. It's right. to add, add a certain a certain elegance to, to the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, ladies of London, I'm not recommending yes, it because I exactly. know I, I know there are things in there that would offend people. But but for me, who tends to like to zone out with mindless television, it's been a delightful addition. Yes, that's my preferred method of zoning okay. out. Well, yes, I know. I have not. What have we been watching on TV? Uh, we watched. 24. We're all caught up on 24, which I have to say, it is really good. I feel like they have outdone themselves. I do too. I, um, I have not watched last night, but I'll watch that today at some point before um, Alex gets home. Okay. And then okay. Um, Hazel's about to start again. She's, uh, she's come, okay. She comes around and looks at me. Uh-huh. I think, okay. Uh-huh. Hazel, come here. Let me, let me see if you'll sit with me. Hold on one sec. Come here. Come here. Um, hold on. I'll be right back. Okay. okay. You get right there. Okay. Oh, if I had a picture of this. I'm trying to get my headphones headphones on. I know. Okay. I've got to get closer. All right. So this is Hazel's first first podcast. She's sitting in my lap. She's very, um, she doesn't understand. Um, She wants me to sit on the couch with her. It's why she keeps getting, coming back over here. And so, um, but I can't because I have to keep the computer plugged in. So. Yes. I got you. I got you. We've got our puppies are outside right now. It's all part of my plan of they need to burn more energy during the day mm-hmm. so that they will sleep at night. I feel like they last night they were really restless. And I think it's because it rained here yesterday afternoon. So we all curled up and took these long naps. And then last night, I'm going to tell you that it came back to bite us because they were wound up last night. Well, so, that's like if, if Hazel, does, to, if she doesn't get her walks in during the day, it's pretty, it's pretty, she is just not cooperating with me. I have moved the computer. I'm going to get the microphone, making sure everything's okay. still recording. Okay. And then I'm going to sit down with her just like a person with no life at all. Okay. 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 Well, you, you there? You gotta do what you gotta do. Yes, I'm here. Okay, come here, Hayes. All right, we're all good. Yay. Okay, Okay. so there's (laughs) there's 24. Um, Yes. I think I may have mentioned this before that I was kind of thinking about going back and watching Breaking Bad. Yes, yes. 
but I'm still on the fence a little bit about it. Um, oh, you are? Well, because I, I didn't, I didn't like that second episode, but whenever we tried to watch it before, but everybody keeps mm-hmm. telling me to keep going. Really? Yeah. They say that it's, you know, okay. I don't know that it shows the need for the gospel and other things. Okay. Well, maybe, I don't know. I feel like I don't really, I'm not sure what we're, what are we watching at night? What are we even doing? I feel like, what are we doing with our lives? We watch 24. I don't know. I'm just, I'm not on a show. And I think it's so hard right now because now I did get into watching, well, you know, I watched all of the Mindy Project. Yes. Yes. I adore. I can't even explain how much I adore that show. And then I got it. I started watching the new girl with Zoe Deschanel. Yes. And I like it. Okay, but it did not draw me in like the Mindy Project. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it was a little more, I don't know, I can't, I don't know. It just, it wasn't as compelling to me. I, Mindy show, I think, is just, it's that real quirky, like the office sense of humor that I just, that's my favorite, you know. Whereas New Girl was funny, but it felt a little more like a sitcom. Did you start talking in questions after you watched it? That well, I think that may be part of my problem mm-hmm. is that it kind of does that. Have you ever watched it? No, I just I've just I've just heard that that speech pattern in different things that I've little bits and pieces that I've seen. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so I don't know. It's a little. It may be a little too precious for me. Maybe mm-hmm. I don't know. A little twee. Um, yes, a little bit. Like with her little skirts and her. Now, I mean, I think she's darling. I just don't know that I, I, it just did not suck me in as much. Whereas like the Mindy project, I have to say everything about it from the sense of humor to the stuff that she said to even what she wore as bizarre as some of her outfits are. She uses color and patterns in a very unique way that mm-hmm. draws me in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, um, a lot of Kendra Scott jewelry. Really? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She almost always has on some sort of Kendra Scott earrings or something in like real bright, pretty colors. And so I, I like that. It, it, it kind of, I have to say, it's given me some wardrobe inspiration. Well, I'm going to have to watch. I know. It's fat. I mean, in some of the stuff, you're like, well, that's a wackadoo outfit. But a lot of it is kind of like when you look at bits and pieces, like I like how she uses, she always dresses in like real bright, colorful patterns. And I think she's an example of a girl who is not tiny, but who dresses really well for her body. Right. Right. Who understands what she has an awareness of well, what looks good on her. Yes. Yes. Cause she always looks so good and so put together and whatever. And you just realize like, you don't have to be tiny to make all these things look good because she just really looks good in what she has on. Well, I'm going so, to to add that to my list. Well, you'll laugh. You'll like it. Cause the characters are real bizarre. Um, the, I feel like everything that I have on the DVR is how like house hunters, you know, it's all that kind of stuff. It's not, Mm -hmm. I don't know. There's not anything that, that I'm, that I'm all about right now besides 24. No, I will turn. We were into turn, but it just ended on Sunday night and we haven't watched the last one yet just because we haven't had a chance to. And I like that. But now that it's over and then I kind of would like to have a summer show. What I really wanted to watch was Homeland season three, but it's not out yet on you can't get it. Oh, you can't? No. So, yeah, I know. Well, that's I want So I've seen the first episode of season three of Homeland because it was available, but they have not released the rest of them. So there is a show um, that we recorded last night. It's called I think it's called Murder in the First. It's some mm-hmm. show. I don't even know who's in it, but it looks like something that I could watch, you know, like if I really needed a show. Yes. Yes. And I like to have a show and I like to have something that I can do a marathon. I've I've heard a lot of stuff about The Good Wife and I had thought about that. Well, um, uh, yes, I have heard all good things about The Good Wife and have been told over and over and over again that I need to watch it. But it's that whole thing like I need to I want to be able to plow through all of it. And I just can't do that right now. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I know that's kind of and that's me It's really it's better for me you know, to not get totally sucked into a show because then I usually like stay up till three in the morning, just watching the show. And it's, it's really bad for my productivity. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. So what about books? Are you doing books? Have you, are you reading anything? Well, I'm reading right now. I'm reading dad is fat by Jim Gaffigan. You're still reading that? Well, yeah. Cause I kind of put it down. <laughs> okay. I know I, I'm in this thing. I don't know what it is. And maybe if anybody has any suggestions and you've listened this far into the podcast, you could leave them in the mm-hmm. comment section. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm kind of in a, I don't know what I'm wanting to read. I'm in a mm-hmm. reading quandary. I started, I read Divergent 
And I got through that. And then I read the second, I started the second one. Is it Insurgent is the second one? Yeah, I've never finished the second one. And I got halfway through it. And I'm going to tell you, it's in my box to give to Goodwill. I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't, I'm done with it. Like, I, it just, it quit. I think I'm done with the dystopian society mm-hmm. literature right now. It all feels really done. So I put that aside. And then I got Dad is Fat. Well, I'll tell you, I got two. I got Mennonite meets Mr. Wright, which is uh, Rhoda Jansen, who wrote yes. Mennonite in a Little Black Dress, which I loved. Then I started the follow-up book, which I like it, but I've gotten about halfway through that, and I've never finished it. And then I got Dad is Fat, because I thought maybe what I'm wanting is just something really funny. Mm-hmm. And it is, but it's not like a book. I mean, it's kind of like almost like his comedy things, like just in print. I mean, and it's funny, but it's not, I think it doesn't like, I mean, every time I read it, I'm like, oh, that's really funny. But I also think because it's from a man's perspective, it doesn't draw me in. It would maybe be like a dad reading one of our books where it's like, this is fine, but I don't totally get this whole same perspective. I don't know. And maybe it's just because summer and it's been crazy. And once right. I settle in, but I really, ideally, I would like to read a lot of books this summer, but I don't, I don't know what I'm wanting. I don't know if I'm wanting fiction. I don't know. I don't want to read Gone Girl. I don't want to read anything that's going to yeah. freak me out. Yeah. So if you're, we're going to suggest Gone Girl, don't. I'm, I'm wanting like something. I've almost thought about maybe I need to get like a Rosamund Pilcher novel and just go old school and just yeah. read something mm-hmm. like that. I don't know. Anne River Sidden, something like yes. that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like I'm like, maybe I just need to kind of get lost in a. Four friends from college. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like meet for a weekend. and Yes. In their Cape Cod house. Yeah. And a truth and... shatters. Yes. Yes, their lives, but makes them stronger than ever before. Something like that. That's right. And they come out knowing that the bonds of friendship Mm -hmm. are the bonds that can never be broken. Maybe that's what I need. Maybe that's, I need to go back to that. But typically I don't like that kind of stuff anymore. So I don't, I don't know what it is I'm wanting. I don't know. I'm in search of a book I haven't met yet. I know. I know. (laughs) I, I, um, I went through a phase in my, I was probably my early twenties, a lot of, a lot of books where um, a mysterious, like there was a sibling that they didn't know about that came back and mm-hmm. then tried to, you know, there were basically big glorified dynasty episodes. Like yes. they were going to take over the company or whatever. I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. And so anything like that, I can't, I can't read. That's why I don't read a lot of fiction, I think, because I, I just, I don't know. Yeah, it starts to feel, and I think it's real, you know what my favorite book was, and I think I read it in high school, and had probably read it about four other times after that, was The Ring by Danielle Steele. Oh, I read all the Danielle Steele books when I was in high school. I I read read, all of them. I loved them, but something about The Ring, because I'm going to tell you, The Ring encompassed everything I loved. It was World War II. It was a love story. It was Nazi Germany. It was love gone wrong. It was reunited. It just, it was everything I love in a book. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I would love to kind of read now and know from the perspective of a 43 year old, I might roll my eyes, but yeah, you might, you might roll you know, your eyes, mm-hmm. but, but maybe I would like that. Maybe I need to read a, something World War II ish. Cause I always like that time. You do. You do always like the World War II books just as I do. Well, <laughs> um, <laughs> I was trying to think. I've got a book right now called, what's it called? We Will Be Forgiven or something like that. I don't even know what it's about, but I really like the cover and I bought it in Books A Million. Oh, okay. um, it's fiction. I'm really mm-hmm. not sure what it's about at all. Well, there's a, there's a blog reader who I have met. I will tell you her name is Katie. I'm not going to say her last name. Um, and her mom is Lee. You know who I'm talking about? Yes, I do. Um, she tends to, from what I can tell, like on Twitter and whatever, I think we kind of have similar senses of humor and stuff. And I've noticed recently, she's put a couple of things on like her Facebook page about like Goodreads, like some things she's read. So I thought maybe what I need to do is go look and see what she's reading. Mm, That's a good idea. You know what I mean? Because I think that, I think we like some of the same type stuff. Hey, wait, my computer just went to sleep. Let me make sure it's still recording. Yeah, it did. Okay. So anyway, that's what I'm thinking. So I thought maybe that's a good place to start because I've kind of learned, I don't think you can just go and look at what the top selling books on Amazon are, you know, like it's kind of, and I'm con- real conflicted about Amazon right now anyway, which too. is a whole, that's a whole other thing. Topic. We probably don't need to get into yeah. it, but, um, no, but, I yeah, I, I know, throw it, my, mm-hmm. you know, Yes. So, um, and then now when I go, like even now, cause I feel like I don't go in the bookstores very often cause we just don't have any. I think I've had this thing where nothing's like real close to me to just pop in. And so either what I'm doing is letting whatever small selection of books that target decides to stock, 
mm-hmm. influence my, I'm, I'm becoming a target reader, which mm-hmm. to me, why am I going to let target tell me which 20 books they think I ought to read? Right. And then, or I go to Barnes and Noble and then I'm totally, I'm completely overwhelmed by yeah. the sheer selection. Yeah, I know. It's, it's kind of, it's, it's, it's tricky that way. I agree. It's, it's, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. there's a lot of stuff out there and I'm like, you, I'm conflicted about Amazon and, um, I don't know because I even I even told David a couple weeks ago I was like you know we should maybe we should cancel our Prime membership Uh like our Prime whatever you call that thing just as like a you know like yeah like a hey hey you need to work yeah you need to work with publishers kind of thing yes and um and but I mean for and honestly like we're both so dependent on it in this weird way Uh but I you know I think maybe that's what we'll end up doing when it's time for it to when it runs out. Yeah. Because I order so much from there. Like I, I get, I order a lot from Amazon. I know. Well, cause you get it with the prime, you get it in two days free. Mm-hmm. I mean, so my favorite pins I, I get through Amazon, you know, mm-hmm. I just, and I love Amazon. I just don't want them to push publishers around. But. Yes. I just needs to be a good free market and you shouldn't, I don't know. Yeah. It shouldn't, they shouldn't wield their power. They should use it for good, not evil. That's what I'm saying. I've even started ordering my those my very favorite those volcano candles. I order those off of Amazon. I really I just got two the other day at Anthropology. I didn't know you could get them from from Amazon. You can if you search for them, you can get them, and it's you know you get them free. And so just because our Anthropology is kind of far, and so I'd run out of them, so I just ordered them online on Amazon. Well, I had no idea. Well, I mean, you can get anything. There's nothing you cannot I, get. I get my moisturizer from Amazon. Hmm. Um. I know there are a few little things like that, like that I use all the time that I, I get from there. And I, yeah. anyway, I know it's a so, conundrum. It is. It is. It's a dilemma. It is a dilemma. So, um, now speaking of dilemmas, I've been on a, um, sunglass is sunglasses. <laughs> the elusive, not just one glass. The elusive sunglass. The, <laughs> sunglass. Does I've it, been on a, <laughs> does, it, does it open the, like a crypt or something like is it <laughs> i need to read a novel about the mysterious sunglass yes and when, I have been up- when you hold it over the tomb or something yes uh-huh. yes mm. then the mysteries of ancient egypt mm-hmm. come alive come alive um i now i've been on a sunglasses quest is what is going on here so i bought a pair at Nordstrom like two weeks ago and I returned them yesterday. Okay. Cause I thought you had bought some. All right. So I think I told you before we went to New York, I bought for the first time in my life, I, I bought nice sunglasses mm-hmm. because I vaguely remember this. Yes. Because I was kind of like, you know what? I wear them every day of my life. Yes. Like I am tired of like, I'm spending as much going and replacing because the lens pops out or the arm breaks off or whatever. I could buy one nice pair a year or I can buy five cheap pair a year. I'd rather buy one nice pair, I think. Yes. But I'm telling you, like, they've stretched out because, you know, I always throw them on my head. Mm -hmm. They've stretched out. They're scratched at the bottom, just Mm -hmm. like my cheap ones are. Yes. I don't... I know. It's what kind of, did you buy? I bought what did some, you buy? I got some Bart Jacobs ones from Nordstrom Rack. Okay. And, and I like them, you know, mm-hmm. they're big and they, like they cover my whole eye area, which is very important to me. Yes. Um, and they're comfortable and all that stuff, but they, in the end, they haven't really quality wise been that much better than what I get in Steinmark. Mm-hmm. And so then what's the point? Yeah. I mean, so I'm like, well, are there some out there? Like I saw, oh, I was looking online. I saw some, some, maybe I was looking on the Nordstrom website and I saw some that I really, that I like the look of them, but I'm like, well, and ultimately are they really any better? Mm-hmm. 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 I know. And that's kind of, because I bought this pair, they were called like these, they were called like the glam something. They were Ray-Bans and they're big and they were, they're like you know, plasticky, like a big, heavy sunglasses. But I bought them with polarized lenses, lenses because the girl was like, the sales girl was like, polarized, it cuts the glare and blah, blah, blah. She had me look at the Maui gym sign to see how vibrant the colors were. Whatever. Somebody just rang my doorbell, and, by the way. That's why I paid Oh, okay. Do you mind. need to go answer No, I'm not going to go answer it. I'm not going to go answer it. I'm going to, I'm going to okay. sit right here. Okay. So anyway, it, the whole, my whole point is, is I got them and 
I guess my eyes are used to cheap sunglasses because I do not enjoy the polarized. I know for Perry, that's a very huge deal because you can see the fish in the shallows and all that. Well, I don't need to see any fish and I don't need to see vibrant colors. I just need something to cut the glare, you know? And okay, um, I'm going to have to go see what's going on. Hold on. Okay. Sorry. Okay. okay. Okay, that was one of Alex's friends. Let's see if maybe oh, okay. somebody can come and deliver a package while we're talking. <laughs> we can only hope. Golly. We can only hope. It's my turn for something to happen. Okay, polarized uh, lenses. So polarized lenses, bottom line is I I think my eyes, I need, I'm just used to cheaper. I don't know. The polarized, it, it, they just bugged me. And maybe it was because I think the nicer plastic ones were so heavy. I felt like every time I wore them, I was starting to get a headache. Mm. So they felt too heavy. And so then I went with Caroline on Saturday. I put up a picture on Instagram and she got a pair of aviators and she said all the fifth grade girls were aviators. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, clearly. So then I started second guessing. So I, I let my style be dictated by what all the fifth grade girls. And so I went and exchanged the pair that I had bought for a pair of just the classic Ray-Ban aviators yesterday, which I will say worked to my advantage because they are now on sale at Nordstrom, 25% off. Whereas when I had bought my other pair, those were not on sale. So mm -hmm. I got a significant amount of money back. So mm -hmm. I was feeling like I needed to probably buy something else to, because of all the money I'd saved. Sure. Yeah. Um, you know, of course, cause that's style math, but I, um, but anyway, so I've got the aviators and I, I like them, but here's the thing. I'm like, they're a nice pair of sunglasses, but they don't feel very sturdy. And I don't know if aviators are right for my face shape. And so now I'm, I'm questioning that. The good news is, is that Nordstrom is great about taking stuff back. So I feel right. like I can try them out for a week and then see if I need to change my mind. But I don't know what else I would want. Well, I, you know, I just like a big Jackie O kind of sunglass, pair of sunglasses. That's sort mm -hmm. of, I like a big old, like, tortoise shell mm -hmm. kind of thing and so because mm -hmm. um, aviators says that the the i don't know they're not comfortable to me but yeah um i don't know but i think i'm just gonna get a pair another pair of cheap ones i think that's what i'm gonna do for summer i think okay. I've, well, i don't know that there's any point in me you know and north shermack has good sunglasses discounted but yeah at, at the end of the day i just i don't know it's i don't know if i'm know. the kind of person who can take care of sunglasses the way yes. that they need to be taken care of if they're nice ones. Yes. Well, that is what Perry told me when I came home with him, that I was not the kind of person who could have nice things. Like uh, that's what, yeah. Like David has some really nice sunglasses and he likes the polarized lens things too and mm -hmm. all that. Mm -hmm. That's fine. And he'll have them for the next 10 years unless yes. I buy him a yeah. different pair, you know? I know. Perry wears his on a, like a, a cord around his neck at mm -hmm. all times. And see, I'm constantly taking mine on and off. And I'm like, you, they're going to get stretched out because I'm going to put them on my head and I'm going to pull them out. And so I don't know. I'm real. And so I don't know. I just, I can't decide what I'm going to do. I do feel good about it. I have to say getting them from Nordstrom because I know that Gully had a pair of Tory Burch sunglasses she had bought from Nordstrom like three years ago. And like she got to where the lens was falling out and whatever. And like the last time she went, they just gave her a whole new pair and said here. So I feel like you've got a good, you know money back kind of guarantee, uh -huh, kind uh -huh. of thing, you know, but, um, I don't know. So anyway, because right now I'm like, I pretty much, and I think that's what happened is I was like, this is why I don't need nice sunglasses because I like the ones I bought for $17.99, my Mossimo's from Target, as well as these that were significantly more expensive. Now, didn't you have that pair that you, that Mark Jacobs pair that you got off of eBay? Yes, I did have a Mark Jacobs pair and I still have those, but <laughs> this isn't going to help my case. Yes. They were like an aviator style and one of the lenses kept falling out. And so I'd had them fixed a couple of times and now I've lost that lens. <laughs> well, it's hard to keep up with, with a sunglass. 
So maybe it goes back full circle. I do have a sunglass problem. <laughs> you have a sunglass problem. You, you just have a sun. You have you have one lens. Because I love those Marc Jacobs, but I'm like, I don't think you can write in and say, could I please get a sunglass for this side? <laughs> it's missing. Yes. I, I, just see, the, I just see the lens. Uh-huh. That's it. The, the worst part is, and this tells you how bad I am in the mornings, when I discovered it, well, I was at one of Caroline's soccer games, and I put them on, and I sat that way with one sunglass missing for probably a full three minutes before I realized <laughs> that there was no lens. See, in that one eye, but it was very early in the morning. I know. See, I'm in a thing right now where I can never find my keys. And I can remember being, like, the age that that Alex is now and my mama, like, never being able to find her keys. And I would would honestly think, like, how complicated is it? Just put them in the same place every day when you get home. Mm Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. now that we've gotten mm-hmm. Hazel, it's like we're getting her out of the crate, and I set my purse down yes. in different places, and I can never, I, every morning, I'm scrambling, trying to find my keys. Yes, it's very, I'm telling you, I know, it's the whole thing. Well, that's when you told me yesterday that you had to go back home because you couldn't remember if you'd blown out the candle, <laughs> and I, I do that stuff all the time now, where I'm like, that's when the puppies, the night they lock themselves in the bathroom. I was like, I'm, I was like, did I put the toilet seat lid down? I can't remember if I put the toilet seat lid down. Like, I don't, I can't remember things that I've just done. Yeah, that's me. And so that's what that was the whole thing yesterday. Was I was like, I think I blew the candle out. I typically am pretty good about going around and blowing out the candles before I leave the house, but I have no mm-hmm. memory of it. I, I, there's mm-hmm. no guarantee. Mm-hmm. And on the off chance that you didn't, you know, you think that's not a lesson you want to learn. No, you go, no. oh, well, I didn't. You got to go back home. That's it. I mean, I feel like I lose a ton of time every day now backtracking to make sure I've done things that I have either already done or have forgotten to do. Yeah. Keys, phone, and then did I turn this off? I just, I, I don't know. I'm kind of a wreck. I feel like I'm just, I feel like I'm a wreck. Uh, mm-hmm. Organizationally, mm-hmm. I am a wreck. I don't know where anything is. It's kind of making me crazy, but anyway. I know. I I feel like I'm about to go on a thing. In fact, I may do it after we get off of this today, but like I'm ready to, I need, I feel like I need to declutter my house. You mentioned it last week and I feel like I'm on the same where I was like, why do I have all these picture frames and these knickknacks? And like, I'm ready to just get rid of all of it. Yeah. I took stuff off my walls last week was how I got started. And then I want to go through and do the same thing with picture frames and like, I don't know, just the odd random things that are laying around. It just kind of, mm-hmm. it makes me crazy when I, when I, when I see, I don't know. It just, mm-hmm. it's like, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I'm a hoarder. Like it's, mm-hmm. yes. it's that crossed over. Uh-huh. It, it seems to go south overnight. So mm-hmm. I know. And that's like, cause right now I'm sitting in my bedroom right now, which is a wreck and desperately needs, I can't even tell you. I would be embarrassed for anybody to see the lamps in our bedroom. I'll tell you one of them doesn't even have a shade on it anymore because it keeps falling off. And they were these cheap lamps, but I haven't, I can't commit to what I actually want. And I'm kind of wanting to change up like a lot of things. But I mean, like there's an armoire we bought from Target, I don't know, years ago that used to have our old TV in it that now is just sitting here in the corner of our bedroom that has nothing in it. We use it for nothing except to hold these picture frames on the top of it. And like, I need to just throw it out. I need to get rid of it. And I, but I just, it, that'll start a whole, that's going to open up a whole thing. And I'm just not ready to right now. I get it. I Mm -hmm. get it. I, um, I, I don't know. I go back and forth. Like there's, I like for home to look personal, you know, Mm -hmm. and and mama's house always, you know, but mama cleans, like she's always, straightening up and like that's her joy mm-hmm. every it's like to, to fix her house every day and I don't have that kind of schedule where I can just play in my house all day and make yes. it look like I want it to look and so I end up getting frustrated by the stuff instead of enjoying it so um because mm-hmm. I'm the same way like our bedroom I'm about ready to set a, a, a match to anything in there that's not the bed the two chairs and the the um chest with the tv on it Everything else, mm-hmm. as far as I'm concerned, we can light her up and get rid of it. Yes. Yes. I'm totally, I'm kind of that same way right now. Like I'm wanting to just kind of, I don't know. So I think I may start where I always do in Caroline's room because a lot of stuff tends to collect in there mm-hmm. and then go through. But I don't know. I, yeah, but I'm, I don't know. I, but I, my bedroom is in 
it, it's in dire, it's in dire need of a little, I mean, not, now not my bedding. I still love my bedding and I still ultimately love all the furniture except the target armoire, but mm-hmm. just the rest of it needs, it. it needs to be, I mean, it's just a lot of stuff to dust. I mean, I don't really still need like six wedding pictures on my dresser. Right. Yes. You know, yes. I mean, that time has passed. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know, we've, um, we've made it. We don't need to, you know, we pull out the album. Sure. Yeah. I know. I, um, I found when I was cleaning out at work um, a couple of weeks ago, I found apparently when I went to work there, I made I had a framed picture of David and me that um, I kept on my desk, I guess. I don't know. And then I oh, moved it to a nice. drawer because like, you get to yeah. a point where that's, I don't know, you feel strange with a wedding picture on your desk when you're in your 30s. Um, yes. But um, anyway, I was like, oh, that's kind of sweet that I used to do that, but not not really anymore. Yeah. So. Yeah, I know. So I just strange. need to, it just goes back to what I would really like, and I don't know why this can't happen. I need like Edie to come to my house and totally just do it for mm-hmm. me. Yeah. I, I don't want to do it. I need, I need an organizational person. Like my friend Julie is a great organizational person. I would like her to come and organize and I would like somebody else to just put some stuff up to make it look kind of fun and colorful and updated. And then I just don't want to mess with it. Hey, um, this is a different subject, but it made me think of yeah. it. So, okay. So with summer starting, so where are you with your potions and your salves right now? Have you found anything new for summer, like sunscreen wise or? Or skincare wise? Um, now, I will tell you, yes. I okay. have, well, have I, listen, well, it's as, it's as, mm-hmm. it's as sure as the sun. <laughs> it's as sure as the sun. Um, well, I think I've mentioned Dr. Gross glow pads. Yes, I'm you a have. huge fan of. Yes, mm-hmm. I love those. And right now they're currently back ordered at Birchbox, which is causing me some stress because um, I need to get them. But, um, Anyway, I love those. So I've been using those, but my other now sunscreen, you know, my face is super sensitive and a lot of sunscreens burn it, but I have found copper tone, sensitive skin, oil free is my, that is my go-to sunscreen. Okay. Well, see now you've got me started on the Neutrogena sensitive skin. That one for the, for faces only, you know, which Mm -hmm. one it's like, Mm -hmm. that's become my go-to because everything hurts me, but that one does not, but you've switched now to copper tone. I've switched this copper tone sensitive skin and there's one and Perry is the one that actually started using it because he wears sunscreen all year round because he's always out in the sun. Mm -hmm. But one of them, there's two different formulations, but one of them has zinc, which speaking of, because I couldn't find it in any of the stores here anymore. And I had to order a bunch of it off of Amazon, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but it has zinc. And so you have to rub it in really good. But I'm telling you, you put that stuff on and your, your, your face is not getting an ounce of sun. Huh? I mean, it's, it is, it is some kind of, and like for hours, like Perry's always said, like at night, I mean, you really have to like, like wash your face to get it off. Like he wears it all day long and he never gets sun on his face. Wow. I know it's something it's heavy duty, but it's, I really like it. And it's good because Caroline's the same as me. Like her skin gets really sensitive and you know, she really needs, cause I'll go sit with a hat in the shade, but you know, when she's out, she's out, whether it's at soccer camp or swimming or whatever. And so, um, which she tans, but I'm still trying to prevent her from doing all the damage to her skin that I did to mine. Right. And, um, I really, the copper tone with zinc is gold. I love it. Okay. There you have it. That's mm-hmm. a hot tip. It's yeah, it's a hot tip. Now I'll tell you another thing too, that we discovered last summer, which some moms may already do this, but a big, a big hit for the kids is that you can get the old fashioned colored zinc. Like we used to wear on Amazon. There, we're doing, it's like an Amazon commercial today. What is happening? Um, but it's, it's, but you can get it in colors. So you can get like blue and hot pink and neon green. And so when we went to the beach last summer, all the kids really liked having their faces all painted with all the colored zinc. Okay. I have not done that either. Well, it's just kind of a cool, fun thing to do. So, um, anyway, just FYI. Okay. Well, did I tell you yeah. I went to go get, um, I found, I'd found some, like a new, it, it was a concealer, but it also said like that it plumped the skin around the bottom of your eyes. And I went to go get it. Oh. I, and it was, I can't remember now what it was called. I, I, I'm terribly sorry. I can't remember what it was called, but it was a brand of makeup I had not used before. And um, I'll find out. But anyway, but I went in and I was talking to the guy. I was in Ulta because I was over there and not up at, at Sephora. 
And so, mm-hmm. um, but anyway, he was like, no, he, I, I asked him about it and he was like, well, he said, you know, we have a, uh, our store brand. He said, I think you'll like just as much. It's really, really creamy concealer. And, um, mm-hmm. all that to say, so I think it's called like pure, whatever the Ulta brand is pure something. But anyway, he told me he gave it, he like, he gave me the shade he thought I needed. and It was a lot darker. And I was like, well, mm-hmm. I'm used to wearing like super, super, super fair. And he said, no, like try this, this darker. He said, I think you'll like it better because it doesn't, um, he said it will brighten a little bit, but it's not going to be like, you're not gonna have to blend it as much or whatever. It, it's changed my whole life. You're kidding. Well, I mean, and I do like the, I do like the concealer giving me some brightness sometimes, but it's just been kind of nice just to be able to put it on and not have to worry as much about, you know, like trying to avoid the effect of having raccoon eyes. And so, yes. And so he said, he's been suggesting lately to people that they go darker with the concealer and not lighter. Interesting. So it's a whole, it's a whole new strategy. That is a whole new strategy. Well, that's something to think about. Mm -hmm. Um, I have also you know, gone, in the summer, go, oh, go ahead, oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, I was just going to say in the summer, it's hard because I feel like I just don't really, a lot of days I don't even put on makeup. Oh, I don't either. I don't either. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I have gone back to loose powder instead of pressed powder because I was a loose powder person forever. And then I switched to pressed mm. powder when I started using NARS, but it got to where at the end of the day, my face felt, I just, it just felt glumpy. I don't know how to explain it. Like it just, okay. I don't know. I felt like the pressed powder was. I don't know. It didn't feel right to me. And so I went back to loose powder and I've, I've enjoyed it. Okay. So it feels better. You mm-hmm. feel better, it feels better. About that. It's just a little bit more of a matte. I just like a good matte finish. I don't like to look dewy. We've talked about this a lot before, but I don't like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't like the dewy look. No, I agree. Um, I would totally agree with that. Huh? Well, there you have it. I, I never, I need well, to find out what that concealer was. Cause I still would like to try the one that was like an eye brightening cream because I could use a little brightness too but anyway I didn't buy it okay well I am as far as products I don't think there's anything else that I am because like I said like right now I'm just not really worried about products that much it's not like you're not into makeup I'm not into makeup right now so sunscreen because I put that on pretty much every day and then I'm trying to think if there's anything else what you doing Um, there you answering some emails no, sorry. I was looking at, I was looking up that zinc, that colored zinc. I was trying to think of the name of it. It's Zinka. Zinka. <laughs> it's Zinka. Yeah, sorry. No, um, it's just, it felt like I was on the phone with the secretary. Let me check. Let me check for you. Hold on. Let me look, let me look that up. Give me one second. I wanted to be able to say. Mm-hmm. It's Zinka. 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 Um, Zinka. Um, I'm trying to think. There was something else. Oh, now I will tell you something that I am a big fan of, and I just ordered two from gap because remember it was, I don't remember if it was in real life or on a podcast, Mm -hmm. which is not real life. Um, that we were talking about how hard it is in the summer to know what to wear. Yes. You know, like on a day to day because shorts, I mean, Mm -hmm. that gets tricky. And then, you know, you don't want to wear your capri jeans or your crop jeans at that point. You might as well be wearing full length jeans because they're not any cooler. Right. But gap has those cotton skirts that I just, I the ones you like. Okay. Yes. And they went on, they were having like a 40% off. So I ordered a gray and white and a red and white. I don't know that I'll keep the red and white, but, um, but I really like them. They're super soft and they're cool and they, they're not too clingy. So you don't have to wear any kind of special undergarment mm-hmm. under them. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, I'm a fan. That's, I think that's going to become my new summer go-to. Well, when I was cleaning out my closet a couple of weeks ago, um, which I have, I have still not finished with that, but I, it's all in there. Well, um, Yes. But I remembered I have two skirts that I love that are cotton skirts like that that you can just throw on with a t-shirt and sandals and you don't feel like you look like, you know, you feel like you've at least kind of dressed. Yeah. So I've moved those yes. to kind of the, the, the front, the, the more frequent rotation stuff. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, cause you need that stuff. I know you do. I just, it's mm-hmm. hard to, um, it's hard to know how to how to handle the summertime dress. Well, you know, today I'm in yoga pants and a t-shirt cause I'm really mm-hmm. shooting for the stars. I know. I mean, I wear my running shorts and, uh, and t-shirts, you know, a lot of days I'll throw those on, but I always feel so sloppy. So it's like when you want to feel like a little bit cuter, you know, that's my skirt has become my new option. Have I told you about my hair? 
No, what is going on? Well, I had to cancel my last appointment because Alex was in football camp, I think, and I, I wasn't going to be finished by the time I needed to pick him up. And so oh. um, I canceled it, and so I had to reschedule. It's, it's Friday. I'm going this week. But okay. my hair, like, I don't know what to do with it. So it's longer right now than it's been in a long time because she didn't cut a whole lot, lot off last time. And then I've gone uh-huh. extra long without a haircut. But I just, yeah. I don't know, like if I need to, I don't know. I don't know what to do with it. I just, I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm in a terrible rut, a terrible okay. rut with it. Hmm. Well, can you ask, do you have the kind of hair stylist that you could say, do you have any suggestions for me or no? No, oh, I totally do. It's just on one hand, I think like I can pull it back into a little tiny ponytail now, which for me is really long. Wow. I know. I mean, it's, it's long for me. I'm not saying yeah. that it looks good when it's pulled back like that. I'm just, I mean, <laughs> like, I mean, it's the tiniest, of pony, but, but I can gather my hair all together in the back and secure it. It's what I'm telling you. So, wow. I know. So I don't know if I should try it. Like if I thought, well, should I try to let it grow? But I don't know what it takes me forever to dry it when it gets longer. And then, mm-hmm. you know, and I don't have the kind of hair where I can do second and third day hair. Like I've got to wash and dry it every day mm-hmm. if mm-hmm. I'm out and about among people. So I don't know huh. what to do. I, I feel very conflicted about it. I don't know. I don't know. It's, you know, I'm a fan of, you know, for me, I've, I've got to have a ponytail. I've got to have a ponytail option, but I know you've lived for a long time without that. So I haven't had a ponytail option since I was, I mean, honest to goodness, I think probably 24. Wow. A wow. long time. Wow. But you look good with short hair. It, it works for you. Well, I feel like I don't, I, I feel like, you know, my go-to is always just cut it shorter in the back and leave it longer in the front. And But I feel like I've been doing that for a long time now. And so I kind of want to change, but there, it's not, I feel like it's not like the olden days where you'd see a haircut and you'd think, oh, I want my hair to look like that. Like now most people have hair that's kind of long layers. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like there's not as many hairstyles mm-hmm. kind of thing. I don't know. Yeah, I agree. No, I totally agree. I don't think you see, uh, now you know where you might want to look is on Pinterest. I don't know if you know, okay. there are a lot of different hairstyles. Yes. But, I mean, seriously, I think you may find at least maybe some inspiration if okay. you just searched hairstyles on Pinterest. Okay. Is what I'm thinking. That would be where I would start because that's anytime I get on Pinterest is when I start thinking I'm going to try bangs again. Oh, listen. You know, I know. Well, I know. this but last I haircut, I've resisted. I don't know what we did with my bangs, but like I hadn't, I hadn't been able to, to fix them since, but because it's been uh, a long time now, they're kind of down. I mean, they're past the end of my nose now. So I'm kind of like, oh, I'm wow. to that point where I think, well, maybe it's time to just let it go. Like maybe I just need to, uh-huh. to not have them for a while. To not have them. Yeah. I'm know. pretty happy. Not having, you know, like, cause now mine are all, I can pull them back behind my ear, which is low maintenance for yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. Now is your hair lighter? Like is it, cause that picture from Caroline's graduation, it looked like it was lighter or was that just the light? It is lighter. Okay. No, it is lighter. I had, in fact, I can't believe we haven't talked about this. I, when I went last time, I told the girl, I said, I don't want ombre, but I said, I would like to have my ends to kind of be lighter. Like not mm-hmm. all of them, you know, but just have some lighter pieces for summer. So she painted, so she did my normal base color, which is about as close to my natural color as it can be, because that way it, you can't tell when it grows out, except mm-hmm. for the, all the gray hair that comes in now. Um, and then just to kind of down like midway, she painted on, cause she paints it. She painted on like all these little like kind of blonder strips. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's lighter and you really see it when it's down and I like it a lot, but I got really tickled because I did not say anything to Perry about it. Cause I wanted to see if he would notice. Uh-huh. And that night he came home. I can't believe I haven't told you this. And I was cooking dinner and so the lights were on in the kitchen or whatever. And like I said, my base color was the same as what it has always been. And Perry walked in and he looked at me. He goes, well, I see you've decided to be a blonde. Oh. <laughs> Bless him. I know. And it's so not. I mean, it's like, it's, you know, a lot of people didn't even notice it, but he immediately, he was like, well, I see you've gone blonde. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is nothing. But I do like it. I have to say it's given it a little it gives it some good kind of movement and texture. 
that's why I like the color is because it gives it, uh, I think it changes the texture of your hair too. Mm-hmm. Like it makes it, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I'm in, I'm in a state right now with mine, like where I'm, oh, it's bad. Like I put it all up in Velcro rollers yesterday, just trying to get some body into it. I just, it's, it's terrible, which is why I think yes. I'm going to have to get it cut because I just, I don't think I have the kind of hair because it's so fine even though there's a lot of it, I think when it grows out, it just gets too heavy for it. It just all, I mean, I, I just, I looked in the mirror the other day and I thought I look 109. Like if I look oh. a day, I look 109. Stop. So, I really, but, yeah. I th- but, but your hair can do that. I think once you get, even if you just get your color back right and everything on Friday, I think that can, that gives you a lift. I mm-hmm. think when your hair, cause I know when I've go too long, cause I can't remember when it was, I think in January I had gone too long and I was real depressed about my hair because yeah. it was, I would just put I had you a lot in of a dark gray. Place. Yeah. Yes. I had a lot of gray. I couldn't get my bangs to blow dry. Like my little swoop. I couldn't get it to blow dry the right way. Like it was just, it was, it was, it's depressing. You just don't feel good about yourself if you can't get your hair to do right. You really don't. You really don't. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. All so, right. Well, I'm on. I'll string this together and see if we can put together another fine hour of entertainment. With, well, I'm sure we can. Serving you since 2007. Serving you since 2007. <laughs> Hazel Barkin. Big cast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm telling you what. Me just typing, looking for zinc <laughs> on the internet. Just, but hey, it's better than us. We've come a long way since we just looked through that install magazine. We have. So, we didn't. Gonna... We didn't read silently even one time today. Well, you did for a little bit with no. the zinc, but <laughs> old old habits really die hard. Typing. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. it's hard. It's hard to not online shop when you're on the phone with a friend. That's exactly right. Oh, God. All well, righty. All right. Well, I will talk to you later. All right. Bye, everybody. Okay. Bye, everybody. Bye.